Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Sin Vergüenza, the podcast. I am your host, Ale, and I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Anonymous. And I just wanted to tell you guys, I hope your Valentine's Day was great. Let me know what you guys got. Show me pictures. Show me videos. Um, I hope it was fun. What? Ooh, to start off with that, can I tell you something that I've seen? What? So there's a guy that I follow on TikTok and he's pretty funny. Like his videos are like kind of Hispanic, um, I guess like oriented in a way. Okay. And he like shows how to like how we've been using so much stuff wrong and stuff. Like the oven? Yeah, like um orchata like is good for a pre workout and like a lot of people didn't know that. Or you can make um atole. With like three masapanes, like okay. But anyways, he uh he caught a cheater for his Valentine's, and he put it out on like social media. Like his girl was cheating. No, no, no. no. So I guess um one of his fans basically hit him up and was like, "Hey, like me and my girl are really big fans of you. It would be cool if you could pull up for a surprise, whatever, whatever." If you guys hear the ice in the background, we on our Dutch bro shit today, guys. But um. Sorry. Anyways, he basically was like, yeah, sure, let me see what I could do. He lived like 10 minutes away from the dude. Like to go surprise them or something? Yeah, like to surprise his girl, you know? Oh, okay. So homie went all out for it. He bought um, mariachis. He was going to bring her serenata. He brought her like a 2,000 rose bouquet or some shit what like that. What the fuck? And basically they were just talking like f- away from the house. And he's like, yeah, bro, like I'll pull up with you, whatever, whatever. So they drive up to the house. And he's like, yo, like, why are you getting nervous and shit? He's like, bro, like, there's a car in my driveway and I've never seen it before. Like, I don't know who the fuck that is. So they walk into the house and it sounded like lovemaking was coming from the master bedroom. Does this sound staged? Did it look staged? No, no, no. Like, that's, I don't think it was staged at all. We'll go, if I'm able to, guys, we'll go ahead and clip it here. And, um, yeah, he goes ahead, goes inside of, like, the bedroom. And he's like, it was funny because we were, like, in a in a swap formation like one was behind the other behind the other you know and he's like so he opens the door and as soon as he does like he finds out his girls over here sleeping with their own landlord Ew. and he's like so i was there to witness it all and he's like yeah thankfully the homie let me talk about it on the show and shit but he's like that's a first for me that's disgusting like the landlord bitch like at that point like just be like a hooker because it's like yeah you're not getting paid for sex but you're basically still like trading shit off for sex and then it's like how did you not notice like were you guys late on your bills or something like no did like, she never have her half like did you get a discount no, no, no like it had nothing to do with like the bills or nothing like it was just she just wanted to fuck him i guess so because the homie was supposed to be at work so he called off work to surprise her with like all this shit for Valentine's Day. What did they Day. do with her stuff? Uh, it didn't. He didn't say. They it. just cut the clip there. Yeah, basically, he was like, "We just kind of like left," but I was like, "Damn." Well, guys, I hope your freaking thing didn't end up like this. If you guys ever want me to help you catch a cheater, I am so down for that. Me and my bitches will help you. If you want us to air it out on the podcast, we will. We don't give a fuck. I am so down to air out cheaters. If you guys want me to do um 
I think her name is Clarissa Jenkins. It's on the radio. And Bro, she's so funny. She's so funny. She'll like call people, prank call them. Like, I'm down to do that type of shit, guys. If you want me to prank call somebody or catch a cheater, let me know. We're down for that shit here at Scene Red Wednesday. I'll prank call your granny. What would you possibly tell a grandma? Ma'am, I am sorry for your prescription. It is not your antibiotics. It is actually you look, Viagra. You look, he just took two Xanax, bitch. Good luck. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. Imagine you actually give someone's grandmother a heart attack because of that shit. <laughs> uh, don't put your grandmas into this, guys. You do that on your own. I'm not liable for any of this shit. Also, call your grandma, though. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. Nice, nice, nice. You want to talk about your week, your weekend, anything exciting? Did you learn anything? Um, I'll talk about my weekend. You guys remember this part because it leads up to my dream. But this weekend was pretty fun. We went out for a birthday party to Arizona. We got to ride the four-wheelers. I got to teach um, our host here how to ride a manual four-wheeler and she got the hang of it pretty quickly i guess um yeah it was pretty fun those things go fast like that Mm, for me my week was pretty okay um definitely slacked off a bit i for sure need to get back on my schedule i lost my sleeping schedule so it made me lack in other things i had to do um been just getting into my book for book club pretty interesting um if you guys want to update of what we're reading i don't know if i mentioned it yet it's called a touch of darkness by scarlet st Clair. so far pretty good um let me go ahead and give you guys an update on my last book i don't know if i gave it to you guys or if you guys even care but just in case if you guys are some bookworms um let me pull it out right here real quick oh my god i almost dropped my coffee Okay, um, the last book I read was called, if you guys hear the dogs, I'm sorry. It's called What Happens In, and it's by Stephanie Moyers. Moyers, I'm sorry if I butcher that. Basically, this book was about, I'm gonna, I'll go ahead and read the back of it for you guys, or just, yeah, whatever. So it says, Knox dances at the most expensive strip club in Las Vegas, hidden on the 69th floor of the Cosmopolitan. And basically, she ends up fucking the guy that's looking for her, the FBI agent. He doesn't know. She doesn't know. And she's a serial killer. So I'm going to just go ahead and say this. It started off strong. Really liked it. Really had fun with it. Towards the end, it made me not love it so much. Um, At the end of it, I kind of give this book a solid 6 out of 7, maybe, I mean, 6 out of 10 or maybe 7 out of 10. Like I said, started strong, but the ending was just like, they prolonged it. It kind of started to feel like Fast and the Furious style where they just kept like dragging it along when they could have been ended the book. Um, So it kind of felt like that towards the end and then it ended up being like there's a part 2 to it. So honestly that's what kind of killed it because it was like you could have ended this in so many ways but you still continued it when there was no need to honestly continue it but yeah the second book though is is honestly doing a little bit better but yeah i don't want to give too much detail just in case you guys do want to read it if you guys are also interested in joining book club let me know um 
but another thing if you guys also have some books that you'd like to recommend let me know we're gonna see if we like this book to continue the series or not but um yeah any recommendations are always welcome but other than that let's go ahead and get started i have some things to talk about today and it's very interesting so <clears throat> you won't let's go ahead and actually start off with our first segment and uh if you guys want to look at the timestamps below for this if you guys want to skip ahead just go down there and you'll see where to go to so with this segment um it's our flow app and we go on this app called flow it's a period tracker and it helps us learn about the woman's body it um honestly is just very intimate and gets into all the nooks and crannies about us and helps you schedule your period etc etc we usually have two parts to this but um again i'm switching shit up i feel like we're good with just the one question about learning about our bodies and then the second one was just like let's just like talk but honestly like it it was just too long for me so this section is just strictly learning about our bodies now so like i said head to the timestamps if you'd like to go ahead and skip this so let's go ahead and just dive into it so discharge and its smell it starts off with saying that every vagina has its own unique smell. So don't expect yours to smell the same as your friends. Um, and this is coming directly from this. And like I said, this is some um, this is coming from Dr. Sarah Toogood. We've heard of Dr. Sarah Toogood before. These are licensed people. Um, she's a gynecologist and she's been in this industry interest industry 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 yeah. <laughs> industry for 15 years plus so guys this just so you guys know this is legitimate facts um she says whatever the feminine hygiene industry wants you to believe um fragrances have no business near your vagina because there's some like creams pills ointments freaking whatever the hell people make stuff that is labeled for your vagina but it's actually not like you shouldn't be putting anything in there at all guys even if it says it's for it um so let's see what should the vagina smell like it should depend on your menstrual cycle phase along with other factors like sex or working out due to the acidic ph level healthy vaginas smell typically like fermented milk um the acidity of the vagina, um, a pH less than 4.5, helps keep the levels of yeast and bacteria in check. And that's just straight from your body. You don't need to throw pH in there. It's like it, you grow that shit. If, you have, if you're on your period, you might notice a small metallic smell. And that's just because the blood contains iron. So that's why you'll smell that. You'll smell like Iron Man. Um <laughs> If you've had unprotected sex, penile sex to be exact, that will change your pH balance because of the sperm. So it'll make your your vagina smell different, but it'll go back to normal quickly. Um, if you've also had an intense workout, it'll change the smell of your vagina as well. Um, for me, I noticed that like it doesn't necessarily change the smell, but a lot of more discharge does come out after it that's for sure um let's see what smells you should watch out for guys a really overpowering or unpleasant vagina smell can indicate a condition that needs attention only you yourself can really like 
tell if the smell is like the best I could explain it is like a sour smell a really like potent smell like usually regular discharge you can smell it but like you really have to smell it like with um bad discharge you can honestly just smell it opening your legs up type of shit um let's see what else where was I um if there's a bit of fishy odor that's common for like uh bv bacterial vaginosis um the vagina becomes more alkaline than usual and the balance of the bacteria is disrupted so there also might be some irritation like burning when you pee um white gray discharge and that could easily be cleared by antibiotics um from personal experience you could get bv by having some tight underwear on um let's say you do use those soaps or if you're having sex with somebody and they use those soaps like around their area um that could fuck you up guys let's see what else did they say oh tampons like if you put your tampons in when you're slightly bleeding it could mess you up because you know it's mostly dry in there so it's clogging up all the other stuff that's trying to get out so that's what i learned um let's see what else wait so that means you have to be like a little moist down there for whenever you put like a tampon in yeah i did not know that it hurts but if it's dry it hurts pelvic inflammatory disease pid also causes an unpleasant smell um the symptoms are bleeding between periods and pain during sex this happens when you have an untreated infection that spreads upward into your uterus um ovaries and uh uterine tubes uterine uterine i'm sorry guys i really i probably should have looked that one up my bad it can lead to long-term problems like infertility so it's important you go ahead and get anything treated asap if you really aren't even sure if you have anything still go um if you notice a really pungent unpleasant smell make sure you haven't left a tampon in and if you have pull that bitch out and um watch yourself for symptoms and go ahead and go to a healthcare provider asap because you can put your body into shock because of that um so if you're a little girl listening to this and nobody has told you you have to change your pads and tampons every so often because the longer you have them there you could honestly you people die like that you can die from a tampon being in there for so long you'll give yourself uh you'll give your body shock um pads i'm pretty sure it's not as common as a tampon but it for sure can cause some bad stuff if you leave that in there um even if your um pad because i was little and i know that this was one of my issues even if your pad isn't filled up and it's been like an hour or two two to three i guess um is what is you know um still change it still change it out even if it barely has anything let's see we're moving on tips for letting your vagina do its healthy thing um let's see to let your vagina have a good smell and balance just practice good hygiene washing your vulva vulva um use plain unperfumed soap or just water and avoid scented product products so yep just some hot water and rub it out guys you'll be good 
Douching, which is washing the internal part of your vagina with water or other fluids, is another no-no. I don't know what other fluid y'all should be putting down there, but don't. What the fuck else would you use down there other than water? Like, I get soap, but what other fluid? I don't know. Um, Remember that your vagina is self-cleaning and douching, douching it or douching it, some shit like that, or adding scented products will hurt more than help. So, guys, self-cleaning, and if you want to help her out, just rub warm water down there and you'll be good. Other ways is to wear loose-fitting um, cotton underwear and changing out of sweaty workout clothes as soon as possible. When you're on your period, change your pad and tampon every few hours to avoid buildup of, ac- of bacteria and always wipe front to back. Um, you can also help with, like, your diet and, like, you know, staying active. Um, if I sound congested, guys, I am. I'm sorry. Um, the pollen is fucking everything up. I sound disgusting. I know. Although some people, uh, swear that pineapple and citrus fruits, um, help with the vagina. There actually hasn't been any specific research to back that up. And that shocked me because... Bitch, I've been over here eating banana fucking cranberries, not cranberries, pineapples after like we do the deed and it's like I'm totally like fixing this bitch up. Nope. I guess that was a lie. But yeah. Isn't it supposed to make it sweeter, supposedly? That's what they said, but there's no actual research to back it up. So that was a lie. But yeah, guys, look out for these smells. Like, um, this is some stuff that'll help you clean it. Um, and yeah, so that's a little help. I also have a friend that told me that she can smell when her period is coming. So just like the thing, the app said, you can smell like certain stuff around your cycle time. And I've never knew that. I never smelled a difference. And I'm I'm going to peep that one. Check it out if I smell a difference when my period's coming. But yeah, do you have any questions, concerns? If you have a question, that probably means somebody else has the same question. Anything? Um... You basically had it, like, all pretty much handled. Okay, guys. But, yeah. If you guys have questions, let me know. Comment down below, and I'll go ahead and help you out with that. Now, let's go ahead and move on. So, I want to go ahead and talk about something cool that, um, what you recently showed me on TikTok about the QR codes. Um, I'll go ahead and uh, link the video or upload the video right here, too, guys, if you guys want to see that basically people are putting qr codes um on people's tombstones gravestones it's on their tombstones yeah. same thing tombstone gravestone um and it's like what it's a sticker it's basically a sticker with the qr code you scan it and your loved ones kind of like make a website it seems like and it has all your information when you were born what you did like all your shit from your life and stuff and then it lets you upload pictures and videos so people that don't know you are like like a digital photo album yeah and it's like i was trying to explain to you the other day it's pretty cool because then like two three generations later they can come back and they'll actually see how you were like see those cute moments that were filmed of you you like a time capsule yeah basically they'll go ahead and see the way we've evolved what we used to do for fun some of the memories we have, how we looked, because I'm pretty sure, like, do you think people will evolve physically a little bit more throughout time other than, like, 
electronically and like you know um because if we supposedly started as monkeys well i mean i feel like this is like the it of it all Mm. like i don't think that we can like yeah we're gonna evolve like smarter but i think everything's gonna go electronical i feel like humans will get shorter because throughout the years being like when i was at school i've noticed that all the kids are getting shorter or is that just me i feel like it depends on where you are because like in in our school like everybody above us was shorter and like we're all way taller than everybody oh no else. for me it was different i remember i was what sophomore year for junior year and the freshmen came in and those freshmen looked like they belonged back in elementary school like they were tiny but then again you grew yeah they should have grown too <laughs> but yeah guys it's a qr code that you could basically put on your tombstone and um people will go ahead and watch your whole little life memories and you could put like you said the movies or the videos or whatever and i think that's a pretty cute idea i liked it because like there was a study saying that the first thing you forget about somebody is their laugh and their voice so it allows you to keep <sighs> that memory and it's so like I like when people make the builder bears with like the voices and stuff. Like, gosh, like, uh, y'all about to make me sentimental. Yeah, that would be cool because then you could really like just hear them, see them, and like you guys can kind of like relive that memory together because you're like right there with them. So you never know. They're probably like sitting next to you watching that video with you. That was pretty cool. I like that. Would you guys be down to get a QR code on your gravestone? What would you do with it? What would you want to be put on there? Like, I don't know. Imagine, like, I would put my playlist on there. Um, For sure, all my videos on my phone. Pictures of my cats. Hmm. I would put the concerts that I went to. Like, yeah, bitch, I was there. Mm-hmm what else that'd be pretty cool because like imagine our concerts like to their concerts are gonna be like in the future they're gonna be like that's so ghetto you guys are really just standing there watching i literally gotta put on my glasses and i'm at any concert i want to be at weirdo in my house cooking eggs like but um yeah guys would you guys be down to put a qr code on your tombstone or um from one of your loved ones let me know what do you think what do you guys think about this would you want it would you want it or would you want to use it for other people i would think both i would use it for myself and for other people Hmm. same i would be down for that that's not that bad it's not like an, an, a big obnoxious obnoxious sticker either it's more like a tiny little thing you could put on the back or on the top or something you know it won't really disturb anything um speaking of you know these tragic things i want to go ahead and give a little moment to oh sorry um everybody that was hurt in this recent um mass shooting for the chiefs for the uh, Chiefs super bowl winning um the super bowl they went ahead and had a big like hometown party down there it looked so packed guys like if you guys seen twilight and you guys seen when edward is gonna like basically like kill himself in front of the voltory like that big old parade with all the red capes 
that's exactly what it looked like guys there was so many people in red it was crazy like the city was going up and then tragically two juveniles yes juveniles were had the idea i guess to go ahead and just pull off this mass shooting um around 22 22 people were injured some including kids were there deaths i believe the last thing i seen was one death right but i'm not too sure now like i know i haven't unfortunately like like we said guys we weren't here so we haven't really been like been like keeping up to date with everything um but uh our condolences to everybody who was there honestly it's just crazy to me how fucking kids can do this shit like imagine being so young and already having so much hate in your heart to want to do stuff like this um but we also want to give a couple of uh, moments right here to the people who went ahead and helped uh grab some of these uh kids basically like tackled them down one goes by well this is his name paul contreras and then another man trey filter um basically two dads um both out there with their kids seeing this kid shooting and you know doing what he was doing and both of them tackled him and waited you know for the cops to come in um put them in cuffs and everything so honestly heroic stuff that they did guys um shout out to them that's it was always like in my mind like when stuff like this happens i was always like but then again like i said you never know until you're in the moment i was always like how come people don't do that in these types of situations you know gang up on the person like you know if it's a group of people why not try to overpower them but you put it in like well in this in this moment like you never know who's shooting people are running people are going crazy there's so much ruckus but um shout out to these two guys because they they did it and i'm not saying you guys should go ahead and do this at any point but it's honestly to those guys that a lot of people were made it home and made it back into a safe spot so shout out to those guys you guys are cool the fact that they were over here with their children and still did it like that is crazy that is really crazy and really brave so shout out to those guys um if you guys have anybody that was in that tragedy sorry um hope you guys are doing okay and you guys have us right here to go ahead and talk to if you guys want to you have something to say um to the dads like you said shout out to you guys like it is a hard decision especially since you guys were with your kids and being able to trigger that moment to where it's like my life instead of my kids lives you know so i mean it's something hard to do and something really heroic um but also my condolences to the family and anybody who was there like it's crazy especially with everybody that was there like she said the the hysteria Mm -hmm. right that it causes and everybody just running trying to get to safety like unfortunately stuff like this happens every day now but hopefully one day i'll stop and that's what like sucks because it's like here in vegas we have so much stuff like that like big parties and stuff like we have it for the golden knights we have them for the super bowl we have them for f1 like 
there's concerts there's vegas is just a a city of partying getting together and you know having these big groups and it's like i want to be a part of the fun like especially like the golden night stuff that was cool like i want to be a part of these things but then i remember like stuff like this happens and it just it it scares me out of experience these things and i'm pre- the one that i for sure will always regret not going to was a stanley um it is stanley or not the one that the the golden knights one oh the stanley cup it is stanley i believe so guys because i know everybody's talking about the stanley cups and you know um what's it called the starbucks cup or whatever um so i'm like confusing it with yeah hold on let me look at it for you guys uh even though we had a whole talk about this it is stanley cup all right but yeah guys um it just sucks because it's like you want to go to these things and you want to celebrate what you're seeing and then it's like at what moment can we actually sit here and have fun and not be scared hopefully one day we can go into a point in time to where we're not having to have these issues something has to change i know it's hard to figure out what's to change but something has to change and hopefully as time goes by we can go ahead and progress and find ways that we can make it to where things like this don't happen anymore now let's go ahead and move on to our next segment so with this segment we go ahead and we talk about dreams dreams that we've had recently or dreams that we've had in the past that have stuck with us and we're talking about sleeping dreams guys because we all know our dreams are unfiltered uncontrollable and simply unmatched to anything that we've ever seen before so let's go ahead and talk about some dreams we've had i'm sorry if i sound say some dumb shit sometimes guys i know last episode i was like when i introduced you i don't know what the fuck came out of my mouth but so do you have a dream or do you want me to start how do you want to do this you said you had two right i well i could do one then you do one that's what i'm and i do another one yeah okay all right um and then we also have dreams in our google form that were submitted to us so um let me go ahead and give you guys my first dream. My first dream is not really that juicy. It's it's short. So with my dream, basically we were at a school gym and it was me and some friends, I guess. And I was sitting next to some person. I don't know who this person is, but me and this person were sitting next to each other and it was giving like like school dance. Like there was there was something going on in the gymnasium and we were all there watching. Basically, me and my friend were like covered in some blanket and we literally just had a shit ton of snacks and we were watching like the people doing whatever the fuck they were doing. It did. I don't remember them dancing, but it was giving that type of like school dance vibe. And basically, that was literally my dream. Me and my friend were just sitting there eating snacks, watching everybody do their thing. And wait, under a blanket, though. Yeah, like we were just cozy. Like we were just like Yo, we're sit- chilling under the mess house with all the snacks. No, no. We were literally like on the bleachers, like when you go watch the basketball games and stuff. Oh yeah. Like yeah. we were literally just on the bleachers with the blanket eating snacks. And that was that. That's a pretty chill dream. It was because that was all that happened. 
<laughs> and then I woke up. It was literally just that. I don't even remember what the fuck we were eating, to be honest with you. But yeah, your turn. So for my dream, like I said, it ties into my weekend. So I guess in my dream, I was a lot younger. And basically, my uncles had gotten me or they just had a dirt bike and I just wanted to ride it. And they were trying to teach me how to ride it. And for some reason, like since like my uncles are old cowboys and shit, I just pictured myself in like jeans, which I hate blue jeans, but I see myself in blue jeans. Maybe cowboy it's a sign boots. you should wear the ones that I fucking bought you. <laughs> cowboy boots and I think it was just like a regular t shirt. You had cowboy boots on? Yeah, but like I said, I was like little for some reason. Like how little? Teenager or like no, toddler? Probably like from like five to like nine. Okay. Like that age. And my uncles were like, Okay, well you know how to ride it normally, like let's see if you can ride it in the sand. Which I don't know if it's like harder to ride a dirt bike in the sand than just like regular asphalt and shit. But um, I went in there and I fell like hella fucking hard. And all of them just started busting out laughing and shit. Well. And like I remember just being like pissed off and, and watch shit. it not be a dream and it's a memory. A right. traumatic memory. You're like they bullied me. <laughs> I remember being pissed off and shit and like being all scraped up and my uncle like. This third oldest just kind of looked at me. He's like, quit being a fucking girl. Get up and do it again. And I was like, no, I'm fucking done. And he's like, cowboy the fuck up. And like, push me back down. Is that something cowboys say? Cowboy the fuck up? It's from a movie that like, I don't know. Like, we watched it when it came out and shit. And like, it's a pretty good ass movie. Mm -hmm. But he pushed me like down to get the bike. And then I picked it back up and got back on it. And then all of a sudden, like, I remember just being, like, in a, inside a race with, like, them being my coach. So I was like, what the fuck? But, yeah. And that was it? You didn't even finish the race? No, like, I just woke up this morning. <laughs> huh. Okay, cowboy the fuck up. I'm going to start saying that one. They're going to look at me like, bitch, you're from the city. The fuck you mean, cowboy the fuck up? Um, okay. Hmm, I wonder if that is, like, something traumatic that they probably like got mad at you for not doing something right and then your dream turned in into that or something i don't know because like i said like i never really like drove anything manual but i know how to do it for some reason so it's like did i ever get taught it and just like forgot about it or you know hmm. okay let me go ahead and talk to you guys about my second dream um this is no shade to um, who I'm about to talk about. I most likely was on Instagram and seeing these people last. And that's probably why they were in my dream. Um, plus, we were also trying to plan um, for them to come on the show. But they have like a really strict schedule going around on tour and stuff. Um, so basically, it was me, you and my little sister. And we were like in this house, like in the suburbs. And basically, like, um, we were just, like, chilling in the house, you know, doing whatever. She was in another room, like, coloring or some shit from what I can remember. And me and you were in the living room. And I remember I got up and I looked out the window that was, like, facing the front of the house. And I seen somebody breaking into our car. And the second that I was about to tell you, I turned to you. You remember the Smoke Shed Boys from the Dizzy concert? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So guys, this is there's this group called Smoke Shed. Um, it's a group of rappers. Um, they were recently like touring with Dizzy, and that's how I went to meeting them and talking to them and stuff, and you know, yada yada yada. So I'm pretty sure I probably seen some shit about them on Instagram or something, and that's why they were in my dreams. But then again, I did not see their faces, guys. Like literally, like. You know how when you have a dream and you know somebody's there and you can't see them, but you know it's them? Right, right, That's right. That's how it was. Like, I didn't see them, but I was all like, it's the Smoke Shed boys. Like, I was like, and when I turned to you to tell you, they ran in the house and they just started looting everything. And I was like, it's the Smoke Shed boys. And then, like, they started stealing stuff and, like, doing crazy shit. Like, this is not how the guys actually are, guys. Like, like we said, dreams are uncontrollable, out of pocket, like, random shit. So, um, basically, like, we end up kicking them out and getting them out. And I'm like, oh, shit, my sister. So then I go check on her. And she's, like, literally just, like, locked in her room, like, just playing with her toys. Like, if she did not notice anything at all was happening. And, like, basically, like, yeah, they were just, like, in the living room looting all kinds of shit. Like, just ran up in there and grabbed shit from the living room. And we were like, get out, go. And. We kicked them out and we closed the door and locked them. I went back there to check on her and she was just like coloring or doing whatever she was still doing. And like it just went back to like nothing happened at all. We just yelled at them like swipe or no swiping. No, literally. And then they all ran out like it was just so chaotic. Like, you know, how when people like run up into stores and like oh, grab hella grabbing clothes shit? and yeah. run. Yeah. And apparently, if you guys didn't know this, people from Cali are coming over here and doing that to Apple stores and dipping. Are you serious? And the Summerlin one was recently hit. Like, the Summerlin Apple Store was recently hit by some Californians that came, got their shit, and dipped. But they're saying that it's specifically Californians coming over here and grabbing shit from Apple Stores and running back. I mean, I feel like they should, like, at least know the loss. Because I think over in California now, it's like, you could still to, like, a thousand or $10,000 worth of shit. And it will be, like, considered a um like a bad thing or something like like not as bad as like if you go over that limit then they'll like start looking for you and shit basically don't they don't care as much yeah basically so it's like i know like in oakland and shit like that like that's where it's like happening a lot so for them to come out here it's like geez like you're willing to make that drive all the way out here to just sell those shits like People are struggling out here, guys. People are fucking struggling. Goes to show you, people would rather still waste that tank of gas to come get the little extra money that they can. Still pay for the gas back just to have that little extra money. But that's basically how my dream was. Yeah. That one was the more intense, crazy one. Um, I like how your sister didn't notice, like... At all. She I feel like did she would be the first one out there like, at all. what the hell are you guys doing? No, literally she did not notice at all. Like, she was unfazed. Um, but yeah. So the Smoke Shed boys got some explaining to do. What the fuck did you guys take from my mind? <laughs> but yeah, guys. Um, We have one more dream. And this dream was submitted in our Google form. So if you guys go to our Google form listed in the bio, you can also drop a dream so we can be... Uh, reading it out here for you guys on the podcast anonymously um you could drop your dream on there you could ask for advice drop a confession or two cents that you have on this episode okay now here's a dream that somebody submitted the recent dream 
the recent crazy dream I just had was that I was kidnapped, not just me, but my son as well. LOL. <laughs> LOL, guys, just Brighten LOL. up the mood real quick. He was a guy from a show that I have seen, but it was weird. Long story short, the only reason I got away was because I lied to the kidnapper and I changed my phone and name and moved to a different state. Bitch, what lie did you give him? What did I want to know? Like, if you can't remember, I guess. But if you remember the lie, what lie did you tell this kidnapper for him to just be like, okay, bye? She said, I left the stove on, guys. (laughs) My mom's going to fucking kill me and you if I don't come back and turn off the frijoles. And yeah, so basically she said me and my son got kidnapped, told the kidnapper a lie. He let me go, changed my name, phone number, and moved to a different state. Sheesh. I wonder if this, like, if she's scared that her baby daddy might take her away her son or something. Um, But that's intense. Like, imagine, like, having a dream like that to where you're taken with your child. That'd be some scary shit. I or mean, if they just simply take your child, like... I feel like that's always, like, one of the things that scares me the most. To ever have a kid and, like, that be, like, a dream that c- consistently happens. Oh, fuck, no. Because of the fear of, like, something happening to them, you know? Especially, yeah. like, once they grow up, like, holy shit. Yeah, guys, that was a dream that somebody submitted. Pretty crazy. I want to know what that lie was. What would your lie be? <sighs> to get out of a kidnapper. I don't think you could possibly tell them anything to let you go. I'll be like, to be honest, my whole family dead. I got like $5 in my bank account right now. You could have it all. I don't know who the hell you're going to talk to. My employee was about to fire me anyways. Like, ain't nobody going to pay you money for me, bro. Right. You're literally just going to have to clean up my mess for what? (laughs) For what? But that's pretty intense. Thank you for dropping that um, story, whoever said that. I, I'm lying. I know who it was, guys. <laughs> I only know because a person told me they were going to put it in there. Shout out to that person. But yeah, guys, submit your dreams to be read anonymously on the pod. And even if I know it's you, I still won't say who you are. So you guys keep it real with me. All right, let's go ahead and move on. So I want to talk about the fact that it's hard. We might. We might get some judgment because of this, but I want to talk about Chris Brown. Um, We all know what Chris Brown did to Rihanna. And if you don't know, basically, um, there was some abuse going on in their relationship. And he ended up doing some things to her, hurting her really bad. And I don't know how long ago that really was, to be honest. It was years ago, though. I think it was like 2008, 2009, like around there i think do not quote us guys but it was years ago that's for sure when this whole incident happened um and basically we want to talk about it because um there was this whole um nba celebrity all-star game where it's basically a bunch of celebrities go and play basketball do they bet money or something i mean probably on the side and all but i don't think i think it's money for like a charity that they all choose i think so pretty cool I've never really watched sports, guys, so I don't really know much about all that. So basically, he was um, invited to go ahead and play, and then I guess he was uninvited um, because of their sponsor, like, Ruffles. 
So basically, you know, the game is sponsored by other stuff, just like any other game. And Chris Brown went on Instagram and said, he had a lot to say, actually. He said, I was asked by the NBA to play in the All-Star game this year, only for them to call later and say they couldn't do it because of their sponsors like Ruffles. At this point, I'm sick and tired of people bothering me, and I'm tired of living in the fucking past. Referring to the incident with Rihanna. I posted the email so y'all could see the NBA was still trying to get me to come and sit courtside. Not fucking happening. And basically, there was emails with, like, what their uniforms are going to be like, um, you know, and details and stuff like that. And then he went on to later saying, I only go where I'm appreciated. So, basically, when he said he's tired of people living in the past, he meant, like, his past with Rihanna and people judging him based on that. And I wanted to go ahead and talk about this because um, I think it was uh, Saul that said this um, from IE and Friends. So if you guys know Saul Gomez, I'm pretty sure it was him. He said a good Super Bowl halftime show would be Chris Brown, but they obviously would never have him have that because, uh, you know, of this incident. And he basically said that it would be a good performance because, and I agree with him, not many artists actually do performances nowadays. And most people are just like, you know, they'll just stand there and sing or whatever. But they won't actually have like a show, you know, like dancers or, you know. I feel like that's the whole like, Chris Brown would be like the best performer. He's a dancer. His music is cool. Well, I mean, he'll have the visuals. It's just like he keeps up with like what's going on. Like you said, he knows how to fucking dance. Like that's one of the people that like I give props to because like he knows how to fucking dance real, real good. Um, he's my twin, but um, like you said, his visuals like. Everything, it's an like, actual uh, performance. Yeah, like, everything about him, like, since day one, like, he's kept up with everything and has been, like, he's really good. He's still popping until this day. Like, his music video Bangers. to, like, uh, Transform Ya. Like, uh-huh. dude, that shit was, like, so fucking, like, to me, it was just so crazy as a kid watching that video with him and Lil Wayne. And it was like, dude, like, how do you think about all this shit, you know? So, basically, um... He's upset because people are still judging him and people, yes, still talk shit about him, yada, yada, yada. But like I said, I know we're going to get some backlash because of this, but I wanted to say this. I feel like we should bury the hatch. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not saying what he did. Well, it is wrong. (laughs) I am saying that. I almost got caught slipping. It is wrong. Don't get me wrong. You should never put your hands on a woman and, you know just flat out no like i said i do see the wrong that he did but not only from experience but from also seeing it from other relationships there are relationships that just two people would just crash so much and just bring out such bad sides of each other that it's like they can both be abusive they can both be verbally abusive but yeah so the way i see it if you guys can go back to a man that is obviously not good for you if you men can do the same thing i'm not saying that rihanna and them got back together but there's still that little forgiveness that people give each other it has been years since that whole incident kanye not kanye (laughs) wrong man chris brown has time and time again has said sorry 
has apologized has said that he's felt very bad um i don't think we've heard anything about him doing more stuff to other girls right i don't think so um and even if he has i understand why people would be mad um but the way i see it is like there's been so many other incidents with people that we don't cancel them but we're still going really hard on chris brown when the way i see it like we said it happened a long time ago i feel like he should be able to do stuff like this like the nba come on guys you guys had already fucking invited him like that's rude as fuck to uninvite somebody to anything well that and like he is an actually like good basketball player like he can hoop and all so it's like it would have been a good match it would have been a good game and all but it's like you said it's rude as fuck and it's like really just because of an incident that happened so long ago you guys knew about the incident and all of a sudden now you guys want to pull a plug like it's probably like asap and rihanna are gonna pull up or something to the game and they'd rather have them there than him right like a publicity thing yeah but I feel like we should kind of, like, let Chris Breezy be. He hasn't really done shit from what I've known so far. Um, and if it's all leading back to Rihanna, like, guys, it was years ago. If even Rihanna's not giving him shit about it, she probably doesn't associate with him. But it's like, come on, because honestly, then when Saul said he'd be a good halftime show, I can't get that out of my head. That would be pretty epic. Well, I mean, I there's just... so many features that he could possibly bring up. Not just that, but it's like the fact that Let's be honest. As soon as that Chris Brown hits the fucking radio station, they're fucking bumping that. You guys are bumping that in your I'm car. I'm pretty sure everybody like, has some Chris Brown in their music. You know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as he dropped, like, no guidance, everybody was over here on that shit. So it's like, mm. we can accept his music, but we can't accept his character. Like, come For on me, now. For me, honestly, I always separate the artist from the music. I'm sorry, guys. Like, when people cancel certain artists, it's so hard for me, like, to not listen to the music i just i'm a big music person so it's like i really can't i forgot who was canceled i was still listening to their music honestly there's so many i still listen to nas here and there i listen to chris breezy like it's hard you listen to six nine when he got canceled i i honestly do there you guys do what you may i'm just being honest with you guys um i'm a big music girly it's hard for me but Let's go ahead and um, let's let's talk about this. We still all like Mark Wahlberg, and you recently told me some news about him that I didn't know about it. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk about what you found out. So I seen on a video that um, it was and basically I looked it up too, guys. So this is true. It's basically was telling us like celebrities who had committed crimes or have been in prison in the past for murder and they're still around us you know and mark Wahlberg was really known back in his teenage era to be said around 16 he was yeah um he was known for basically being really bad with being a racist and he um got into an incident before this murder one just don't say what he said because i don't want right no of course not but he was basically yelling at two african-americans i believe a bunch of racist slurs and got into a fight with them so he already had a history with it and then a vietnamese man um way older than him he was calling him a bunch of things and they got into an argument he started beating him up and basically was saying take that you effing vietnamese like while beating this man almost to like death basically to a pulse and 
he only did i believe it was like 14 days they said in prison and was released and now he's doing really well like he was convicted he was supposed to be in there for two years and didn't even didn't even do that he he only did a couple of days and they let him out after that and like that's what to me it's like so crazy that it's like people still love him right now that's what like that's what i'm saying that it's so crazy that like oh sorry and he also the reason um why is because he also like said that he wanted the charges like taken off of his record and stuff like that oh yeah like completely like dissolved and to me it's like so insane that everything that happened like before all this technology like before all like we got our phones and everybody has one basically anything that happened then like it's history no one really talks about it and from that now it's like oh we're still canceling people out for what they said what they did like to me it was just so fucking nuts like everybody gets canceled for the smallest things and it's like we're doing it because who is telling us to like well what's the reason some people still deserve it but it's still stuff like People do grow grow, and people do evolve. It's like we're holding people accountable for stuff they did years ago. I see, I hear shit that I've already said on my episodes, guys, and I'm just waiting for the day they come back and get me. Like, people say shit, and especially in this industry, like, I can't imagine, like, at that level of, like, famous <laughs> famousness that they're at, um, the the type of stress you're under, like, the pressure to make sure you don't say anything. And that's what I... I was recently watching the Kardashians and I noticed that's why they talk so slow is because they're really watching every single word they say. And it's also because um, I learned this from I am besties. The faster you talk and say, um, or like, you know, those blank words that right. like, like, you use those words because you're trying to fill in that empty space um, like that, where you just don't like the quietness and you don't know what you're going to say next. So for you, like you always make fun of the way the Kardashians talk, right? Right. I like them so much because I feel like they they sound more ready for what they're about to say, like all the PR training that they have. I I realized that's why they talk the way they talk because they know that any little thing can get them canceled or fuck with their um their persona or whatever. Right. That um they really have to watch what they say. And that's why they talk the way they talk because they're really thinking about the next thing that's going to come out of their mouth because they know some they're being watched 24 fucking 7. Well, I understand that like I make fun of the way they talk like you said just because of that like to me, it's easier to fill in that space and whatever I'm saying, you know, it's coming from what I'm thinking directly than to be thinking of a way to say where it's not going to be as effective or you can't like I understand a lot of people get mad because they flip their words and shit with Kanye, with all these artists and shit like they flip their words to, oh, he really meant this. No, he meant that like different perspectives of it. And it's like when you're really thinking of what you're going to say, it gives you so much. Like to me, it just fills up my mind so much to I go 30 different ways and I don't know how I'm going to say it now. So I'd rather say it like as it comes out. 
that could lead you to a lot of trouble and it's for sure gonna lead me to trouble so if you guys hear me talking like a kardashian just know i'm practicing um before i piss people off talking like that but yeah guys what do you guys think do you guys think that we should let chris brown be and you know have the the how do you say like do you guys think we should let chris brown be and be able to just move on from his past and see him as the new person he's trying to become that way we don't hold him back from the nba um celebrity games possibly a super bowl halftime show what do you guys think drop it down in the comments below put it in the google form let me know what do you guys think about chris brown and burying the hatchet with him and letting him continue to be honestly what i think is an amazing singer rapper whatever i consider him in many artist yeah a good artist can't uncancel breezy 2024 you guys Mm. uncancel breezy 2024 now let's go ahead and move on so we just want to ask couples what's one secret you've never told your partner before one secret um that sometimes i pretend that i like his like his hobbies just to make him happy <laughs> hey we do a lot of things to make people those are the white lies to make people feel good right. What about <laughs> you? You've been holding that one in, huh? Oh my God, yes. But it's like I'm so I'm he's so into it, but like I'm alright. It's so cute it's that they get into their own little things, right? Yes. All right. What about one embarrassing moment that he doesn't know about, whether it was before you guys were together or right now that you guys are together? Embarrassing moment. Um, that I fucked up so much um cooking from the past now right. he has like so much good food set from it oh, i think okay. that's i think that's uh, my embarrassing one no trust me yeah. i've gone through that phase where it's like dude i might fuck around and give you salmonella salmonella right now like hold on but thank you thank i appreciate you. it so the first question is what is one secret that you have kept from her so far oh man i'm gonna have to think about that kept a secret um I can't think of one. No. I really can't. No, I'm gonna have to get back to that. What about an embarrassing moment that you haven't told her yet? Um, when when I was like eight, I was in karate. I lost um, a competition by a girl, and it made me want to cry. Actually, I did cry. Did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. I can't blame you. You're eight. Uh, yeah, no, I was eight, and I think we were going for, like, the third-place trophy, so it's either I beat her or I don't get a trophy. And, oh, like, dude. yeah, so she pretty much beat me. She kicked my ass and then, uh, you know, cried a little bit, never told her about that. Oh, shit, that's crazy, though. Yeah, man. Yeah. I never met nobody that knows karate. That's crazy as fuck. Yeah, man, it was, it was years ago. It was years ago. A long time ago. But, yeah, going back to that uh, secret thing, let me, I really got to think about that. Um... Nah, I'm really at a loss on that one, dude. I got nothing. Yeah. I'm good. Just with that one. Thank you. You're good with English, right? Yeah. Okay. So, we just want to ask couples, what's one secret you've never told your partner before? Secret I never told my partner? I know I have some. I just need to dig it out. Um, you really like the bitches. <laughs> you said dig it out. 
Does it have to be like a super big secret? Whatever you want to tell me. Just something he doesn't know. Something he doesn't know. Uh, I've been fired from a job before, I guess. Okay. Um, That's fine. Okay. All right. What about one embarrassing moment that whether it happened to you before you guys got together or now? But again, he doesn't know about it. (laughs) No, no, that's fine. That's fine. I appreciate it though. It's okay. No, it's okay. So la pregunta es, ¿qué es un secreto que no le has dicho todavía? Ay, esa pregunta. Un secreto que no le he dicho a ella todavía. Tengo que pensar bien. Es que eh, le hemos hablado, o sea, yo le he contado mucho de mi vida, pues porque yo soy de Colombia y hace poco estoy acá. Eh, no sé, no sé, no sé, no sé. Aún uh, este momento vergonzoso que no le has dicho. De pronto, un secreto que no le he dicho todavía a ella es que estuve, es que estuve y no estuve un día en la cárcel, pero fue algo en Colombia, pero, pero ella sabe, digamos, que bueno, no, un día, fue un día nomás que estuve en la cárcel, pero no fue nada grave ni nada así por el estilo, solamente eso, pero de pronto sí le contaré un futuro a ella, eso, ya, ya. Y un momento vergonzoso. Pero uh, acá, o sea, que he estado con ella o antes de estar con ella. Lo que sea, que no le has dicho todavía. Que eh, hoy, 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 se, hoy eh, encontré el baño con el tapete mojado y, es, y eh, ella me preguntó que por qué. Yo le dije, no, no sabía que por qué, pero era, la razón era porque me había tapado el baño de meditaciones, te fue por eso, pero ya, eso fue algo vergonzoso, pienso yo, pero fue eso, pasó hoy. Oh, gracias. This is what happens in Vegas. And in this segment, we go ahead and, like you guys just heard, um, we ask couples in Vegas, what's one secret you've never told your partner before? Or one embarrassing moment. And we don't let the couples know each other's answers. And it's 100% anonymous here on Sin Vergüenza Podcast. So let's go ahead and talk about our couples now. So with our first couple. Hold on, before we get started, you guys better not judge me on how I sound when I speak Spanish at all. No, please fucking do, guys, because... I that's didn't crazy. Say- that's crazy how you're saying that, but you're the same fucking asshole that tells me shit for being who I am with my Spanish. Because I want you to say the words correctly, not because of how you sound. No, you make fun of me, period. If you we should cancel so. you, 2024, for being a douche to kids like me. You guys like can't me cancel who- anonymous. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So our first couple. Um, with our girlfriend, she basically said she didn't like his hobby sometimes, but she was still supportive. Um, as long as she's supportive, I think that's cool. I think so too. I, I don't know why, but the guy was giving me like, um, fit like those fake airplanes, those remote control oh, airplane vibes. Okay. Let's see, that would be annoying. All those fucking pieces, I'd be pissed too. And then her embarrassing moment was that she's fucked up some of her cooking in the past, which is same, girl. Same. I'm, I've fed you some raw food before on accident. 
Oh, yeah, that one time. Yeah. Some salty food, that's for sure. Some what? flavorless food. I mean, I feel like it's just until you, like, Trial really and try. Yeah. And for her boyfriend, he lost a karate competition when he was eight to a girl and he cried. Homie, I feel like either way, somebody was going to end up crying. You're eight year olds. You're going to fucking cry. I feel like at that age, you just feel like you should be tougher than a girl. So it's like it hits you even harder when it's like you could have been third place. But I feel like guys are for sure. Yes. More capable of strong stuff like that. But I feel because girls are more flexible, quicker, and smaller, like, it would be easier for a girl to whip your ass if she knew how. Well, I mean, like, I think during karate is just more, like, how you stand. So you're able to, like, overthrow a stronger, bigger person than yourself. Like, you're using their weight against you. So it's like, damn, like, that girl must have been strong if you were a big kid, like. So with our second couple now, um, our girl basically said all she said was that she's been fired i feel like she's been in a really strict household for that to be her biggest secret ever i mean she (laughs) said she had a lot of them but that's the one that she gave you so it's like i wonder what she got fired for Mm, what what if she was fucking her co-workers or something Mm, Mm. mm, mm. she didn't really tell me why she i was like why don't you tell him like that's not that crazy and she just really just said i don't know it never came up. I feel like, yeah, like, I would have never told nobody if it doesn't come up. Like, i never been fired or nothing, but. I mean, shit, I lie on my, on my, uh, what's that shit called? On my resume. Homegirl, we could lie all day about this shit if we want to. I have all the experience. A <laughs> uh, guy, too. He, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys a rundown on what he said. He said that he was arrested in Colombia. He just recently came from Colombia, and he was arrested. He said, I was kinda and kinda not arrested for a day i'm not sure what the fuck he meant by that but his exact words he was arrested at 11 59 and, and got out at go. 12 yeah literally and um he didn't say why did he tell you why or no he didn't tell me suspicious okay cocaine trafficking and then um his embarrassing moment was this was with his current girlfriend that he peed on their floor mat in the restroom and she asked why it was wet and he basically was like, I have no clue. I feel like that's just that's so disgusting. disgusting. Thank dude, you. Like, Thank you. I feel like I was just being like a pansy for that, but it's like, bruh, if you can't aim, sit your little ass down. Like, Nothing is more disgusting than a man that cannot pee in the toilet and pees around it pees on the floor like i feel like the nastiest thing is when it's on the floor and your sock touches it like yeah or like when you're trying to get into the shower and you touch it like even though you're gonna shower it's still like bro that's so disgusting yeah i don't you if you guys can't do that i feel like we should put diapers on your grown ass because that's disgusting nobody wants to clean your shit um so yeah basically she was fired and that's what happened with her boyfriend what was funny about this couple, though, is when we went up to ask them, the guy acted like he didn't know how to speak English, so we wouldn't ask him. And I was like, so what language do you speak? And he's like, oh, I speak Spanish. And I was like, oh, I got your I ass too, bro. Like, I looked this man dead in the face because you could tell they honestly didn't want to talk to us. But I was all like, oh, so what? Me ves la nopal en la frente? Basically, 
guys, when you tell somebody, tienes la nopal en la frente, that's basically like looking a Hispanic in their eyes and being like, you're whitewashed. Basically. Right? No. That's basically what it is. No. Like, when, you, when they say, tienes el nopal en la frente, it means you can clearly tell you're Mexican. That's exactly what it means. No me ves el nopal en la frente means don't you see that I'm Mexican? Like, I usually get it when they're trying to say that I'm white. No, not from what I know. From what I know, it means don't you see that I'm Mexican? Like, that's why I can't say it because it's like. Or I, maybe that's what they're trying it. to tell me. Like, oh, you're Mexican and don't know how to say specific shit. Probably. Oh, I just been taking that one wrong my whole life, I guess. My bad, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, like, um, he did end up talking to us, though. Because once I start, because his girlfriend doesn't really speak Spanish. So I was all like, bro, they really just didn't want to talk to us. And But what's funny is like once we got them with the I know Spanish, they were like, well, I guess we can't get out of this one. Yeah, now. he was just like, uh. Yeah, she was, was just laughing at him. What was funny to me was like he was light skinned and I was light skinned. So I didn't really expect it at first. But once it was, he was like, like Spider-Man, you guys were like, you. Yeah, basically. And like once I heard him like start talking, I was like, ah, like I know you're Colombian. Like that accent that they have and i was like all right like i'll talk to you and like once we finished talking and stuff like he like accidentally he was like oh see poppy like and i was like dude that's crazy like how <laughs> he said that yeah like it's crazy to me how like for them poppy is like such a big word like what but a if fool, a hispanic know? calls like another hispanic poppy he's like yo fool what the yeah, fuck like hey calm that Don't down bro shit call me away if you will but not that but yeah that guy it was pretty funny. He's funny. Um, he's nasty. The girlfriend that with the hobbies, she was my favorite because it's like, bitch, it's so funny how she was so quick to say that shit. But yeah, do you I have wonder, anything to say about our couples last? I wonder what his hobby is for that one. And true, 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 true. I wonder how she got fired. Like, fuck how you got into a jail. Like, if it was only for a day, <laughs> you didn't do nothing that bad. You were probably speeding or you were drunk or... Fuck your I trauma, I think it was sir. just drunk. But yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know I'm how... I'm pretty like, sure. Usually, most times, the drunks are the what stay in there for a day. Yeah, just like a holding cell. But I really want to know how you got fired. All right, guys. Running short on time, but I do want to bring up this last topic here. So, I want to go ahead and talk about, if you guys have seen this trend on TikTok, it's basically a trend where people are having their kids go into the restroom and they're recording their kids and they'll tell them, hey, you have like, what, a minute, five minutes, some type of time limit. You just have a minute. To go ahead and um, look in the mirror and say bad words. Go all out. You are not going to get in trouble. You will not get punished. I'm allowing you to say all the bad words, but once you come out of this restroom, you can't say it no more. And so, you know, these clips have been funny. They've been, um, you know, quite cute or whatever. But this one caught my attention. And it was this little Hispanic girl. I'll, I'll go ahead and try to insert the clip here. I don't know if I could put audio, but if anything, I'll also put the TikTok as like a little link or something for you guys. If you guys want to watch it. Um... This little girl literally turns into a fucking actress as soon as that door closes. Like, she is literally the embodiment of me. Like, it's giving Gemini vibes. I wonder if this little girl is a Gemini. And basically, she's looking in the mirror. She's like, in Spanish. So she's like, you stupid bitch. Like, she'll like look at herself in the eyes and say all these bad words. And like, if she's getting mad at the person in the mirror. So, 
yes these videos are funny yes i like them too as well i would be down to do that but i got into like thinking deeper into this because of this little girl because of the words that she was saying and looking directly at herself in the mirror and saying it it made me think about it in this way we're supposed to look at ourselves in the mirror every morning like not supposed to but you know it's something to like help empower you look at yourself in the mirror and speak words of affirmation like you are beautiful thank you for my beauty can i have some more um you will have a good day today you know i feel like that's known that that's something you do to feel good right self-love if we're doing this and having kids look at themselves in the mirror and being like you stupid bitch like is that not speaking to themselves negatively in a different manner like I guess I took this to a whole nother level and I might be dramatic, but it just made it click in my head. Like, is it bad that we're having these kids look in the mirror and say these awful things to themselves, basically? Like, could that not cause some damage or something, like, spiritually or mentally? You know, I actually didn't think about it like that at all um, when I seen the videos. Me neither. I mean, you, like, talked about them because you showed it to me. Um, I didn't think about it at all until you told me about it. And then I started really seeing like these little kids faces and stuff like they get so into character. There's a lot of them that do like there's some they just say it jokingly. And then there's some that it's like that little girl. The thing that caught my eye was when she was saying these words, she would say them with so much anger to herself. And then like right after that, she would like pause for a second and kind of look down and like you could see some sort of sadness from it. Like some sort of harm from it and it's oh, like i don't know about that part i just like when she like clocked into character right but it, like to me like that little moment she kind of like froze and was like hold on like what am i saying type of shit you know and i could see where it could be harmful like if that's just a step into showing these kids like oh you could sit in front of the mirror and be like oh you're a stupid bitch oh you're fucking this oh you're that like talking negative into the mirror instead of talking positive into it like it i feel like that's the only effect to it but the thing that i thought about and i told you about was if all these words that these little kids are saying and it goes back to the same topic a computer will not talk negative about itself unless it is taught to just like a human right that's what you said it's that the mind will never think of itself negatively and when you do think of yourself negatively, like, oh, I'm so stupid or I'm so dumb, that's because somebody put that into your mind. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you guys. And, like, that really stuck to me. And, like, once I seen those videos, I was like, these are words that these little kids are exposed to every single day. Like, if you ever want to know what you're saying, like, so much around your kids, what, like, words stand out to them the most and shit, just let them do that. Because I seen a little girl just... Instead of saying a lot of cuss words, she was just saying bitch over and over or fucker or <laughs> like, like all these little kids are doing. It. You know what I'm saying? But it's like to me, like once I seen that little girl, I was like, damn, like I see the exposure that you have at your house of like how many words your parents are using, what you're exposed to. Like and a lot of people don't see it that way. And that's how I I looked at it in a way. Might be taking this too serious, guys, but you let me know what you think about this. Do you have um? something to say about it put your two cents in in the comments down below now let's go ahead and end it off here so i want to say again i hope your guys's weekend was okay 
Um, if you guys need to talk, we're here. And yeah, if you guys are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please feel free to go ahead and um, drop a five-star review. Go ahead and drop a little comment review or whatever. If you're on Spotify, we have questions that you could answer below. If you're listening on YouTube, please like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on every platform you guys would want to listen to. If you simply go down to the bio, you'll see our Instagram and our TikTok. Simply by going to the Instagram, you can find all the links that you're looking for, all the social media platforms that we have, and etc. Other than that, go ahead, go to the Google form and drop your submissions anonymously to be read on the podcast. Am I missing anything else? I don't think so. Do you have anything to say before we go? Um, thank you to the person that dropped the dream. You guys keep dropping them dreams. Keep dropping anything you guys want. It's fun to hear from you guys. It's funny sometimes. It's traumatizing sometimes, but we like it. And yeah, let us know what's going on with you guys. We're here to help. All right, guys. Other than that, if you've listened this far into the episode, go ahead and what should they comment down below? Your guys' favorite Dutch bros drink. What did you get today? Ooh, okay. What I got was a um dream weaver mocha with some caramel drizzle and i got a white zombie today with raspberry drizzle so yeah comment down below what you guys like from dutch bros other than that um have a good weekend guys see you on the next one stay safe and peace out bitches